Oh my God, under personal comments, New York Knicks rule. Yeah, the Knicks rule. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to episode 6 of the Buckets Weekly Podcast. On this week's episode, we will talk Michael Beasley because there's some interest in him. Um, in free agency, we're going to talk about Ron Baker, believe it or not, Ron Burgundy's in the podcast, he's been making some news, uh, good news I think, but we'll get to that, uh, what else we've got, Nila Kina, he's been killing it in the offseason, we're going to talk about him, we've got a signing, another assistant coach signing, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about KP and good old Billy Hernan Gomez uh, over in Europe as well, so let's get started, Michael Beasley. He's apparently, it's reported, he's attracting attention from the Hawks and the Suns. Uh, both of which, both teams have cap space. So if they want to go after Beasley, who is a free agent, um, the Knicks, they might lose Beasley here. Now, Beasley's, you could consider Beasley a journeyman. Um, he's been to a load of teams uh, throughout his career. And, I mean, the same thing happened when we had, way back when we had Lou Omonson. Lou Amundsen was considered a journeyman because I think he'd played for all but one of the NBA teams. And when they get to you, you, you think to yourself, why? why? Why is it like this? Why is this the case for this player? Like, he's a good player. He hustles for you every night, but he just can't find a home on a team. Um, and usually the reason they're leaving is because they become some kind of item in another trade or, like you say, free agency, and then another team will have a go, but... In that one year when they were journeying through, did they prove themselves enough for, for you to match in free agency and, and, and retain them for maybe give them a free four-year contract? So Beasley is looking like well, they'll probably make offers. Apparently, he's intrigued about Atlanta. He's got a home in Atlanta. Um, so his camp is, is, is reported that he's intrigued about that. It's also from the same camp, apparently, is absolutely... Definitely, he wants to play for the Knicks under Fisdale. Um, so, major mixed messages there. But I personally would love to see Beasley back. His journey, he's found his home. Come home, Beasley. Come to New York. Stay in New York. Um, he With KP gone next year, well, we don't know when KP's coming back. Um, after his surgery and when he got assessed by doctors, it was looking like over a year, so... Uh, sort of like we may have even, may even have KP back by next Christmas uh, but then Dolan came out and scared everybody saying that he's heard that it might not be any time next year um, he might miss all of next season which would be huge in any case KP's going to be out KP's going to be missing major time um, and in the second half of last season in the back end of last season excuse me Beasley really stepped up um, if we didn't have Beasley I mean the only thing that people would say about him is like the sloppy turnovers or whatever but if we didn't have him I, we, we would have gone like 0-25 to end the season I, I swear to god um, the guy the guy was critical for us um, and he definitely has a place on this ball club so I, I hope he comes back especially with KP going um, I don't know how intrigued he would be about the Suns the Suns in their situation at the moment but uh, you, you never know you really never know the only thing is the Knicks would have to eat their um, mid-level exception to sign Beasley I think it's about 7.8 million or 8 million 
um, which, which is fine by me, to be honest with you. Knicks aren't meant to be a top destination this offseason. It's all about 19-20. So eat that exception, get Beasley. Um, well, retain Beasley. And hopefully that's how that situation pans out. Because um, not, not just for on the court, but as a locker room guy and as a presence, uh, this team, which had a lot of new faces at the beginning of the year, they just glued together so quickly. Um, and I think that has a lot of a lot to do with guys like Beasley. Um, so hopefully he stays. Uh, what else we got? A little bit on the draft. I'm just going to talk a little bit about the draft quickly. We had a pretty draft-intensive episode last week. Uh, so I'm just going to... Uh, this is a little bit more to cover this week. Um, but I won't dwell on it too much. Um, Trey Young, who, of course, we apparently have the hots for. It's like the most ridiculous terminology in any sports article I've ever read in my life. Um, so we have to repeat that. And it just doesn't feel right to say the Knicks have the hots for Trey Young. Um, but he's granted the Knicks a workout. We invited him. Um, and I think I think he's already gone through the workout in uh, Westchester, Westchester County. So we don't know how that went. Um, we don't know if he's done it. I couldn't find a date or anything like that when, when it was going down. Um, it's a private one. So it's not like the Lakers when you see like Jello Ball running up and down like going through sprints and stuff uh, the Knicks Knicks are way more professional than that you feel um, but yeah so quite interesting that he's not expected to drop to ninth um, but it's quite funny with like the whole Steph Curry comparison and how the Knicks like missed out on Steph Curry like by one pick and this will be the ultimate uh, justice because the next Steph Curry will come to the Knicks but uh, more likely we'll probably miss him by a pick and he will be the next Steph Curry and Knicks fans will be Knicks fans we'll just we'll just be suffering <laughs> um, yeah so cool cool that he granted us a uh, workout anyway he said in the combine that he, he didn't know if he was going to he wasn't sure and a few days later he did so it's cool to see him um not feeling like because he feels I think he feels he's going to get drafted by Cleveland who have the 8th pick ahead of the Knicks um, but you don't know what, what Cleveland are doing after they have like exit meetings and stuff with LeBron James you don't know what's going to go on there so yeah Trey Young he's worked out for us Ron Baker Ron Baker's picked up his 4.5 million player option this was a long time coming when, when they gave him the contract people I mean when Rose was with us and stuff and Rick Baker was injured at the time and it was just a really weird signing by um, Jackson um, but he Baker was good for us and when fan favourite as well like he's getting chance at the garden and he's doing them hustle plays diving in the stands just getting floor burns and stuff like that like he's, he's a great player and he's good on the Knicks too uh, another great personality on the squad but 4.5 million when you had Derek Rose playing for like the vet minimum uh, and this guy who's basically got his major minutes in the preseason. Uh, it, w it was a surprise. It was nice to have him, but it was a surprise. But it was definitely no surprise that he picked up the option. Um, so there we go. We've got Baker on the books. Now, what's really interesting is what this does in terms of our front office, what they do. Um, because you look at the point guard spot now and you look at like top picks like Trey Young, like prospects for the Knicks. Um, what do you do at the point guard position? Because you got Moodyer, you got Burke, which are both hungry, um, and they're both already flourishing with Fisdale. 
you got Nilakina, who's just got no one even knows how good this ki- this kid can be. Um, and then you look at his off season as well, and you can get so hyped about him, and especially when you consider that from the start of this season, hopefully he'll be a lot more comfortable, not just in himself and within the NBA season, but sort of playing him like the off guard um, seemed to work really well for him. So when you've got that trio, and then you have Baker there, who really is just a point guard. He's a floor general, and I'm doing quotation marks, um, just just so you're aware. Um, I wasn't too serious about that. But you can consider him a floor general because he's not going to, like take run down threes and like drive to the basket he's gonna make a couple of like incredible plays every now and again but really he's facilitating um he's a voice and he's got that defense grit he's incredibly gritty on defense he's handsy he's active um and that that triggers everything else for the other four guys on the court on the other end so it's interesting once he's back from the shoulder injury nursing a shoulder dislocation I think it was um, he's nursing that in Kansas at the moment once he's done that and he's he's rehabbed and he's healthy again if he does find his place on the roster getting consistent minutes that's even though he's been with us for two three years now this is going to be when we actually see what kind of basketball player Ron Baker is once he can get sturdy minutes no matter how big they are because whatever he gets he would have learned um once you see what he's doing then you can see like is it worth it um is it good news is it bad news that he's picked up the option and he's on the squad um but then again with the draft coming up and like i said all of that i was saying just then was hypothetical it's in the future it's what we may see from baker um but the draft is now it's coming up it's in june 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 july so if they can get a point guard and they've got Ron Baker on this contract. Do you move? Do you look to move Baker, or just what do you do in that situation? You can't have four point guards on your squad, so yes, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tricky one, and it's another decision. I'm glad I don't have to make, um, and I'm glad Scott and Steve are in charge. Uh, but that that is quite interesting as he picks up the option and he sort of stamped himself in the squad. So I think Fisdale's going to like him personally, like his work ethic. Phil Jackson really took to Ron Baker so hopefully there's something Fisdale sees in him um, we can get the best out of him and, and rinse every penny of that 4.5 million because um, so far he's he's a little underutilised um, not because like, he hasn't earned minutes or anything but just hasn't been active um, so I'm looking forward to seeing Baker play I do like I do like Baker's game um, on to another rook near the Kina everyone lost their mind not long ago because he was working out with C Brickley and he was looking good he was looking really sharp um, moving well dunking um, just just in his workhouse he seems more confident than last year um, so it's cool to see him working out looking good feeling good hopefully um, apparently what, what surprised me is he's grown an inch I know these kids are young um, but I've, I kind of thought they've already had their growth spurts. I know KP says he's still growing. Um, but pretty pretty cool to see that Franklin McKinnon is apparently, this is according to uh, Mark Berman at the Post, but from his start of his rookie season last year, now he's grown an inch. So he's going to be an inch tall. He's going to be 6'6", I think, at the start of next year. Um, so he's already, he's already an absolute 
he was already a beast on defense because of his length. Now he's got a little bit more height and hopefully he can get more comfortable uh, on the offense and in the lane as well. Uh, but yeah, really cool to see him working out. It's going to be cool. I mean, Black Ops basketball is taking a little while to get going. Maybe after the finals, um, people can. everyone's going to congregate after the finals because people are still playing, obviously. Uh, but it's cool to see the first guy playing Black Ops basketball was Clee Anthony Early. My guy, he was my favorite rookie on the Knicks, I, I'm just, on the Knicks way back when. Um, I was so gutted that he couldn't find a solid spot. He he kept getting hammies and ankle problems and things. Um, so I was gutted for him, but he's my guy, and I followed him when he went down to the G League. He played for the um, Warriors G League team, and he was he was like a top three player on there. So it was cool to see him thriving somewhere, and hopefully he gets a shot. Um, but he's looking really good in Black Ops basketball, just doing some workouts and getting runs in. But I can't wait for that to start and a few more Knicks to like get back and just everyone start clicking and like playing basketball in the offseason. I can't wait for that. And Nidikin is going to be... It's like he, he he's hungry. He's hungry for that as well. I want to see it. Nidikin wants to live that. Um, so that's really cool. So it's cool to keep... Every week, there's something to keep tabs on with Nidikin's offseason. So that's good that he's not just lying, lying around just taking it easy um, I hope he does get his chill time in but it's cool to see him going ham uh, we have an assistant coach now as of right now it's just being reported by uh, Ian Beagley that it's finalising the deal it's not a done deal so Royal Ivy cool name it's impossible to find a picture of this guy by the way I posted on the gram like the one picture I could find of him actually being a coach um, from Getty Images um, the rest are like as a player because firstly the guy from what I can tell hasn't aged a day from like 2012 uh, and secondly everything else is of him playing on a team and even though he was an assistant with OKC um, currently is an assistant um, it's impossible to find a picture where he isn't playing on the team instead of coaching it so an elusive guy so far um, when I'm doing my research on him what was cool was what was interesting to me was he played for the Hawks the Atlanta Hawks way back when Fisdale was an assistant under Woodson on that same team so that kind of like player coach dynamic I think I mean firstly I was like I was a little bit shook by that having that dynamic on the bench um, but then when you look back like through history of all like the player coaches who've had that work out really well that chemistry translates into sitting down and game planning for teams so that's that's a cool dynamic uh, I soon talked myself into being very excited about it because he has been coached by Fisdale and now he's going to be coaching with Fisdale um, and he's got experience elsewhere in OKC as well so it's, it looks like a good hire he looks like a cool dude he looks like the kind of guy that um, players are really going to get on with uh, but probably by the time you're listening to this he will be on the Knicks so there'll be more stuff to read about him um, but at the moment it's just it's just being reported that it's finalising a deal um, so he's coming but we've got to be patient for that one so yeah Royal Ivy good great great hire I think um, he, he seems to embody all of the things that Fisdale and Scott Perry um, keep saying that they want not just in players but in staff and you can just tell he's the kind of guy that Fisdale would be attracted to. 
uh, his mindset, like a player. I was watching the highlights of him playing. Um, so it's going to be cool to see him on the bench and just trying to get with our young guys um, and bring the best out of them next year. Uh, so that's that's nearly it. Short podcast this week. The one thing I wanted to mention was uh, Ba Ba Malik. Um, I get I say a different title for this guy every week or every time I mention him. And I I read the official title this week and I was like, yeah, I have not been calling him that. And I've now forgot the official title again. It's like head head of player conditioning or well-being or something like that. Um, he's Dench and he keeps our players Dench, basically. He's gone out um, to Spain to work out with uh, KP um, and do some training with KP over there. That was, uh, I think he's back now, so I think he maybe went over there for a week or so. Um, and on Bar's story, there were some cool videos of him just getting like mid-range shots up and planking and just doing some workouts. Um, so they're back now, but that was cool that they went over there just to like spot KP and check him out and just see what he's up to. Another thing, that same week, Willie Hernan Gomez. So everyone's just like, the, the, the gang's back together in Madrid. <laughs> so it was cool to see them uh, Hernan Gomez is looking good man I mean he always moved well but he's looking even better so I'm looking forward to seeing him next year um, sorry that's not Nick's news but Hernan Gomez what a boy uh, we love you Billy free Billy uh, it, what, what I really liked I was watching their stories they both posted stories they'd been at the gym all day um, and they'd just left the gym and it was at their hotel and they were just because these, these are young guys they're like, what, 21, 22 years old. They would just left the hotel and, and they were just like in awe at each other's cars. They, they, it's, it's what, when I have dreams about being a basketball player, I, like this is what my dream is. Like I'm leaving the, like the hotel with my buddy in Madrid and we're just taking Instagram stories of each other's cars. Like, ooh wee! Because Hernan Gomez got, he's got a, like, it looks solid. It's not solid gold, obviously. It's like a gold-plated um, Volkswagen Scirocco. Like it's like a normal everyday car, but he went and gold-plated it, so it looks like the most border thing you've ever seen. So KP's all like, "Oh, look at that!" And it's got like Volkswagen lights under the door, onto the floor. It's just it's it's lit. And then on Hernan Gomez, <laughs> excuse me, on Hernan Gomez's story. He's like, oh my God, because he sits in KP's Rolls Royce. KP's got a Rolls Royce over in Europe. Um, he had it in Latvia when he first got there, and then he had it with him in Spain. Um, I don't know if he drove it to Spain or what. He just got, he, I don't know how ballers do. I don't know how you get a car from one country to another just for a week. Um, but Hernan Gomez is in there and like taking like Instagrams, like, how cool is this? And that that was cool to see. That just that that whole series made me happy. Um, I'm glad to see those guys winning. Uh, so that, that was cool. That was that was probably the most baller thing I've seen in the off season so far. Just two kids, just with cool cars, showing off, having fun, just being ballers. Um, that's pretty much it for the podcast this week. Uh, I don't know how long it's been. What are we on? Twenty minutes. So just a little injection of Nick's news. Uh, been a quiet week, but some pivotal stuff going on. Uh, just to recap, hopefully Beasley stays. Trey Young. Uh, the more I read about the kid, the more I like him. The more 
I thought at first I thought he was like a cocky, arrogant young man, but then he like had like the worst ending to a college season ever, and he's it's humbled him a little bit, and he does seem like humbled. Um, so that's always surprising for me to see. Uh, so cool that he gave us a workout. Don't really know if he's the best pick for us. A lot of people in the organization apparently still high on Mikel Bridges. Um, but yeah, so he gave us the workout. We don't know how it went yet, and we don't know of any of anyone else granting Nick's workouts. But that'll be to come, I'm sure. So yeah, KP might be not might not be here. So that's another reason that uh, I really want Beasley to stay, not just for the banter. Uh, yeah, Ron Baker's back. Uh, get used to Ron Baker. Um, Mast Ron, uh, sweatband Ron, Ron Burgundy, the feathered hair, uh, whatever you want. He's here to stay, I think. Um, but it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on that point guard spot on the Knicks. It seems like every spot on the Knicks has something, some kind of drama, some kind of competition, uh, which is good problems to have, I guess, if you can call it a problem even. Uh, Nidakina, he stays working, he stays going ham. I, I cannot stress enough how excited I am and how you Knicks fans should be um, to see this guy play next year. And in the, He's already declared for the preseason uh, in Vegas, so uh, Summer League, sorry. So I can't wait to see that and just get that ball rolling, um, and anything else he does in this off season really, because he can't he can't lose. Uh, he's on fire. It's it's like he's like a mini Fizdale with his with his attitude. Um, he's just on a roll at the moment. Uh, so that's it, Royal Ivy. He's on he's on the team basically. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock it in right now, even though it's not confirmed yet um, to the media. So I'm gonna lock that in. Great hire, young guy. Um, Hopefully that that really works and that seems to gel well with um, our front office and Fizdale and hopefully our players too. Uh, yeah, KP and Willie stay winning and uh, JR, man. I'm sorry, bro. Take it easy, Knicks fans. Peace!